Welcome to our Living in the Garden podcast. We cannot even begin to express how grateful we are that you are here with us today as we share in our friendship with you and one another. You're here with Allie, Haley, and Taylor, and we're overjoyed to walk through this living garden hand in hand with you. Join us each week as we chat about authentic friendship, our struggle buses, accompaniment, and all of the happies and crappies in between. Without further ado, grab a cup of coffee. Or a rice cake. Cuddle up in your comfy. And let the fun begin. Hello, you guys. What up, what up? Hey. excited to be back with you. <laughs> we just want to thank all of our listeners for coming back for week two. Amazing. Bearing with us through any weird audio that we had. Yeah. We loved it. We hope you did too. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty yeah. funny because usually I'm the quiet one that you can't hear, and that was not the case last time. So. Okay, we liked hearing your voice, Allie. We always want to hear your voice. Probably scared some people, so this is sorry. But we're working on it. We're hoping that week two will be even better than week one, and we just want to keep going up from here, right? Truly, we can only go up. Right, our only goal. Ah, oh, but seriously, mm-hmm. thank you so much for just loving us and supporting us. I feel like that was just a big gift um to see everybody so thank you very much I will say that we kind of felt like it was super funny because okay Haley and I are not very tech savvy low-key felt like mom and dad trying to figure out (laughs) how to do Instagram it's like uh how do you put a story on dear like step-by-step instructions I swear I tried to share that post for probably an hour and then Taylor sent me a one sentence of how to do it and I was like wow I was not even on the right track funny I didn't have either however I do know how to run Instagram so we would be without you Taylor well you know I couldn't do without you either but it's easy thank you um, Haley and I can hopefully only go up in our Instagram social media capabilities from here. Otherwise, it may just be a struggle bus the whole ride through. So, okay. or maybe Taylor will just take over the Instagram and we just won't do anything because we don't know. What to- I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay too, Haley. Whatever's fine. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I appreciate all you tech savvy people out there. Truly, twenty some years old and still incompetent. So, um, I have a few. All right. Share that. Sure. Okay. I'll start with my rose this time. So my rose was that this weekend we, well, us, we got together and it was just so good to have a solid group of women who I was surrounded with all weekend. That was just such a gift. Um, but I think for me, the biggest blessing was being able to share, um, just in prayer. And then we did a holy hour together and I love praying alongside of other people really just lifts me up and inspires me. Um, and I just love seeing how like the Lord is working in people's lives. So that was really cool to just get to talk with you guys about, um, in person. I loved it. It was so good. My thorn though, and this isn't that bad. So maybe going to sound a little dramatic, but that's kind of on brand for me, I think. Um, (laughs) I'm laughing thinking about it. Yesterday, I was playing with my little brother at night. He's four, right? And we're running around and I was giving him an airplane ride. You know what those are? Where like you lift the little kid up on your feet and he threw up on me. 
pajamas um I had to change out of it though because <laughs> I was gross <laughs> I feel like we need to take a pause and just <laughs> in that moment <laughs> I was like when I was thinking of what would happen next it was like Taylor dropped him he fell he started crying <laughs> I did not think that he was going to throw up on you <laughs> yeah no I just got it was fine. I honestly was really proud of myself for not like freaking out because normally I think I would, but um, but I didn't. I was like, it's okay, even though he eternally died. Wow. You know, well now, Haley, have you ever been thrown up on? Because I've definitely been thrown up by a kid before. He had like this like reflex thing where he cried and every time he cried, he like threw up. And so I was babysitting him once and he cried and just threw up all over me so I kind of but it wasn't from an airplane ride because that would have been even worse I think he just was like sitting in my lap and didn't <laughs> oh man oh I feel thankful for never being thrown up on I've definitely seen kids throw up and try to comfort them but I haven't been thrown up experience when it's on top of you <laughs> oh, God. I can't I feel like I'm gonna go throughout the rest of my day and then just think about it <laughs> I'm going to like have this moment of like <laughs> just burst out laughing it's so good yeah I specifically really was like I can't tell them like in the moment I kind of wanted to like text one of you guys and be like you wouldn't even guess but then I was like, no I need the reactions <laughs> my reaction <laughs> wow I don't think I can top that by any no. <laughs> thanks for sharing that matching pajamas too that honestly is just the unfortunate <laughs> so well I can go into my my um start with my rose as well my rose for the week was also just being with um a small group of women and just being surrounded by like holy authentic friendship which just really fills into our our conversation that we're going to be having today um but I think it's beautiful because the Lord has just so clearly blessed us with holy authentic friendship and women in our lives uh, and so to be just surrounded by them like filling up a whole pew at mass that was just such a gift for me um because yeah I realized just the ways that he has continued to love me all throughout my years in college and in high school and just now preparing me for my vocation and I have all of these accompanying me along the way so that was really a big gift and then my thorn for the week I kind of low-key feel like I've just been straight up punked by Jesus these past two days because I've been trying to go to mass. And so they didn't have mass at our parish Monday or Tuesday because the priest was um, at the Abbey or whatnot. And so we didn't have it then. And then I am one of those people who reads the bulletin, reads the church website. I, I get my information and I really try to plan this out and be intentional. And so I went to mass where it said it was supposed to be on Wednesday at 8 a.m. Nobody was there and the church was dark. And I was like, Jesus, I had to drive for this. I had to get up for this. It was in the bulletin. Nothing said it wasn't happening. And then it wasn't happening. And I was like, it's fine. It's okay. Whatever. Um, maybe a little dramatic of me. <laughs> I was telling Jordan, I'm like, I was just like, 
I wanted to go to mass. What's wrong with going to mass? And he's like, Ali, the priests need a break too. And I'm like, apparently, I guess, but I needed to receive Jesus. And then today we tried to go to mass again at 7.45 and it wasn't open. It was locked. The church was dark, a different church entirely. I was like, what the heck, Jesus, quit punking me, dude. I just want to receive you. And I keep getting up early to go and do it. And then he's just doesn't show up and I'm like this is some mean joke I was ready for somebody to jump out of the bushes and be like you got punked and it was like Jesus I was like, come on dude um so I feel like Jesus has been straight up punking me and uh Jordan and I wanted to go to a 645 mass tomorrow morning and I'm like I may call the parish office because I'm not getting punked at 645 a.m I would not be a very happy camper um so that was my that was my thorn of the week. It's just so silly. Rightly so. I just want to go to mass. <laughs> Jordan's like maybe the priests are on a retreat or something, and I'm like, nah, can't put it in the bulletin not on the website. Then come on. Anyway, that was my thorn of the week. It's just silly, but Jesus, just be punking me. Haley, what do you got? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let's see. My rose for the week was also. Uh, just meeting with that same group of people um, this weekend and we drank margaritas and ate tacos and just talked about what stood up to us during our holy hour like right before that I was like wow this is what true friendship really is and it was so good to get to know them a little bit better so it was really nice and then my thorn for the week was I ordered this package probably two to three weeks ago and it still hasn't come from the ceramic supply a ceramic supply store and I really needed it today but it's fine I'll figure something else out because I have something that I need for a project to work on that was in the package so I can't use it and I need to fire my kiln today so I can get this stuff to this somebody on Sunday anyways it probably doesn't make a lot of sense but the main thing is the package was supposed to be delivered yesterday and the UPS still hasn't come today, but it's okay. I'm trying to grow in patience and try to be more flexible. So that's my thorn. Sorry, Tom. Well, I feel like all of our roses kind of tie really well into our conversation today about authentic friendship. Get ready, everybody. We have something coming for you. Uh, we can start off with our two quotes that we picked out for the week to go with this. So the first one is from St. Maximilian Kobe, and he said, God sends us friends to be our firm support in the whirlpool of struggle. In the company of friends, we will find strength to attain our sublime ideal. And then from the book of Sirach, we have this beautiful quote that says, a faithful friend is a sturdy shelter. He that has found one has found a treasure. There is nothing so precious as a faithful friend and no scales can measure his excellence. A faithful friend is an exiler of life and those who fear the Lord will find him. So some pretty powerful quotes there uh, that I think we can just jump into. So, Tay, what would you define as authentic friendship or what makes an authentic friendship different from just your average Joe kind of friendship? Ah, authentic friendship, a topic that I'm very passionate about, I would say. Um, I think the difference really between an authentic friendship and just kind of like a surface level Friendship is just the um, level of trust that you have with the person, the level, like the depth you're able to go with them, um, and really what it's like rooted in as well. Um, so I'm like, for me at least, an authentic friendship is most typically really rooted in Christ. So I know that the people 
these friends who I would call authentic um, really always have my best will um, in their mind. It's not about them. It's about like us walking together towards heaven, right? So it's not someone who's just gonna yeah, I guess just to like add on to that, I think authentic friendship is also sharing in your sufferings and your joys of your life, not just the joys or not just the sufferings, because your friend is there to hear everything and then share your life with them. And your friend should always uplift you and bring you closer to Christ. So if that friendship isn't doing that, then you might want to reevaluate your friendship and see it. Is it truly being fruitful? I think I have definitely encountered situations where I know my friends um, and I know their authenticity because when I am in a field of suffering or if I am struggling with something, I definitely usually don't want to tell anybody in those moments. And I would rather, I'm one of those people that just like closes up and takes it all in myself. Uh, But I know my true authentic friends when they're the people that I think of, of like, no, I, they're a safe harbor to hold me. in those moments and I can I can go to them with my suffering and trust that they're not going to turn away from me in those moments and I think that the friendships that that have truly been authentic and formed very well in my life have been the ones that I've been able to turn to in all the moments of suffering and struggles in life because that's when those friendships were most strengthened it was like they were like tested by fire almost and then just became even more pure and wholesome I would say uh which is really kind of contrary to what our world is in a way you know what I mean sometimes just very superficial very surface level well yeah the world really just tells us to worry about ourselves and like as long as you're taken care of it's fine and of course yeah you have to like you have to worry about yourself yes but like that's not like what a friendship is it's worrying about yeah like carrying each other because we're all going to need moments where we need to be carried and moments where we have to help carry someone else very true yeah Hey, I feel like you've, I really love your story of friendship because I feel like it's just a testimony of the Lord's goodness in your life. And I feel like you should just give your little testimony of maybe what your experience was in high school and then, yeah, the summer before your your freshman year of college and then how, yeah, how the Lord worked in that because I feel like it'll just hit some people really well. Yeah, sure. So friendship has always been really important to me. I'm just a really big people person so like when I was younger making friends was not hard at all I just would go and talk to somebody and then they'd be my friend because that's I don't know just kind of my personality um really just love people but going into high school things just started to change right and I think a lot of people probably experienced this you know your friends are kind of changing in one way and you're changing in another and you don't know if you should jump over with them or if you should just kind of stay rooted in who you are um And I definitely struggled with that because I wanted friends more than anything. But what I came to really recognize is that these friends who I had in high school were not making me a better person. They were actually just making me really kind of sad. Um, And they were just, yeah, telling me that I wasn't really worth very much, um, honestly. And that's not necessarily a fault of their own. And I don't hold that to them. I think they are probably just going through some of their own things. But the end of the day they were not making me feel loved and they were making me feel like I really needed to earn love which is never the case if you ever feel like that in a friendship you can just know that that's not a wholesome friendship but um so yeah I knew I just wanted something so much more for college and I really believed that there had to be something better than this because yeah walking into school every day feeling like you don't know who you want to sit by at lunch you don't know who you want to sit by in class because you genuinely feel like you have no good friends 
is kind of hard, especially when you're a people person. Um, so yeah, that whole, my whole senior year really, and then the whole summer before college, I really just begged the Lord to give me something new, something different. I really didn't care what it was as long as it was something that I felt really loved and secure in. And he really provided very well for me in that prayer. Um, and Allie, I think you were really the first one that he kind of just placed on my path as I entered into college, um, just to say like, hey girl, like I heard you and we've got this, like it's gonna be good. Can I tell the dramatic story of how we met? Please, it's my favorite yeah, this story. Is, this is my favorite story to listen to too because it's just so dramatic and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dim the lights, just kidding. Freshman year, orientation class, can't say the name of our teacher, but wonderful. <laughs> anyway, going through, I remember sitting in that class and I was terrified as a freshman because I'm like, because college year, you just have to like start all over in essence with the whole friend thing. And I was like, this is terrifying because it's like an episode of Mean Girls or just like, I don't know, you're thrown in this orientation class with all these people and you're looking around, listening to their stories and you're like, mm, who do I want to be a friend with? And who's nice and who's kind of like cool and not weird. And I just was very much like, mentally going wild at that moment um but I this cute little girl over in the corner um said that she was from an area kind of by my hometown and I was like hmm, noted okay and then we went we had that class or whatever did some awkward icebreakers because hashtag freshman orientation classes um and then we went to the gym and it was like the freshman introduction ceremony. And so the president was there introducing and welcoming us. There was literally probably around 2000 people in the gym. Um, and everybody else was like, it was like your typical high school thing where everybody's like running up the bleachers and I never was one for that. And so I was like, I'm gonna take the stairs. And the only other person taking the stairs was Taylor. <laughs> I was like, wow, Angie lives close to me. So I sat next to her um, and I was like, so you're from wherever you're from? <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> we had this like cringy little conversation that started off, but it was so good. And then she was like, do, do you wanna go to the Newman Center with me? And silly Allie thought that Newman Centers were only in, like around like the one that I had heard about from my hometown uh and I was like yeah that sounds familiar sure <laughs> so I went there with her that night otherwise I probably would have never found the place uh but I was just so grateful because literally in a gym of yeah 2,000 people I sat next to the very person that became the best friend um throughout my whole college experience and so the Lord just very much I think delighted in that um and it was cool because I think even the president was like look around you these are the people that you're going to be best friends with and I literally was sitting next to the very one that I would be friends with so that was just a true gift um kind of random and just weird all the way around but it so, was the holy spirit holy spirit and then I had a friend the rest of the week which was awkward and funny at the same time <laughs> encountered some weird situations um but truly I think just yeah a gift from the lord no, that night I called my mom and I was like, mom, I think I made a friend. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think I did it. <laughs> it was so exciting. That was so cute. All right, Taylor, how did our friendship begin? Haley, our friendship was a good way to Um, It definitely began because of Bible study, I'd say. So we both, yeah, you know, decided to be in the same Bible study. 
which was good. And then we were in classes together where I didn't even recognize you. Like I had like, <laughs> isn't that awful? I was like, hmm, that looks kind of familiar, but I don't really know from where. Um, but once I finally put two and two together, it was so good. Cause I was like, wait, I know this girl and I love this girl. Um, when she said that's kind of how our friendship started, I'm really digging back in the archives to think oh, about this. I know because I think it was like a series of events instead of just like one thing. I think yeah. that's why I'm having a hard time remembering too. I think we just had a lot of classes together and we had this really bad class together too, which was really nice to have a friend in because we just kind of struggled along staying awake together, which was kind of nice. And yeah, just hanging out on the weekends through Bible study too. Mm-hmm, for sure. I think what really sealed the deal for me and our friendship is whenever we started like walking in discipleship together, just super intentionally Christ together. And I was like, all right, this girl's what I want, what I need. So that was just a super big gift in my life to be able to like intentionally walk towards Jesus with you. Yeah. I love that. Me too. I remember just thinking that it was like a great opportunity to like get to know you better and understand yeah. your faith journey. Yeah. Allie, I can't talk. How about you and Haley? You two have a pretty great story too. All started when, well, we had been in the Bible study since freshman year, but I think the thing that really solidified our friendship was the suffering. Just kidding. Suffering <laughs> 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 together. Haley and I went on a mission trip to Colorado. Um, and it's so funny because it was it was such a great mission trip. It was with Christ in the city, and there's it's just a, such a great organization. Uh, but they live completely off the nations and everything. And so we keep joking about it because we have both been on international mission trips, but this was a domestic mission trip that very, very much felt like an international <laughs> mission trip, just with everything that was going on. It was so funny. So they received like, all their food donations like as donations. And so it's basically whatever comes in the truck each week is what they make. And so Haley and I were fending for ourselves on the food line. Um, so Haley and I definitely saw each other in some of our probably like ugliest, rawest moments, I would say. <laughs> but I think having with that, uh, and we were the only ones in that group that like knew each other and were with each other. And so I think the Lord just really placed us together on that trip because I don't know if we could have done it by ourselves. <laughs> I know, that was such a, sometimes I like look back on that, like, yeah, that was in the States. Like we, that was Colorado. And it's funny to think about, should we share what you ate for breakfast the first day? Yeah, I wish I could share a picture, but you can, you can describe it. <laughs> okay, okay. So she had it, let's see, I think, was it a bagel? No, it was a piece of like cranberry bread yeah. with pie filling on top. It was a cherry pie filling? And then a hot dog. Half a hot dog. Oh, okay. Half a hot dog. A boiled egg and goat sheep's yogurt? Or is it- I think it was goat milk that day. Goat milk yogurt. <laughs> Probably expired. <laughs> That's right. I ate sheep's yogurt the next day and I, I don't think that was, I think that was expired. So I didn't eat all of it. It was also just so good because it felt like we could, like read each other's minds during the week. Because that one day when it was like cold and rainy after being on the streets during the day, and it was such a beautiful experience, like talking um, with the friends that we met on the streets. Uh, but we just got back and Allie was completely pale. I was pale. We like took a shower, still was super cold, went to sleep wearing like three pairs of pants, two shirts. And yeah, it was wild, but it was just such a good time growing in friendship during that experience.
we slept in the gym on cots and we they didn't turn the heaters on because on the boys side of the gym they were too hot and you're sitting over here like cuddling next to, to one another just to get some heat um it was just it was so good Haley definitely saw me in some of my worst moments on that trip it was me, so I appreciate you for that because yeah raw alley came out that day yeah raw Haley came out too <laughs> So good. So, so good. We just had so much free time and the week before was like finals week. So we were just trying to cram in everything we had. So by the time we got to the trip, we were just like exhausted. And then we felt completely fine the next day. And then we had like five hours of free time. So we prayed. (laughs) And prayed. Yeah, I think that holds true to the to the line that saints come in pairs. Um, Maybe just whole groups is that you're not going to be able to, I think that's why authentic friendship is so beautiful is because you're not going to achieve it on your own and you really do need your friends. I think to kind of balance out the areas where you're not the best, um, because I think that's definitely been something that's reigned true in my life of my friends usually have the characteristics that I need to grow in and through the friendship with them, it's kind of like this challenge. And I don't think it's like a bad challenge by any means because really if you want wholly authentic friendship then you should constantly be challenging one another to go grow like higher and higher um and it shouldn't be something that like your friend rejects you for by any means that's probably like a good test if they're like a good friend um if they're not open to it but I feel like with you guys and then just other friendships and whatnot in my life those who have been really looking out for my best interests have constantly been challenging me to grow and are not afraid to tell me what I need to work on and how I can continue to be a better version of myself, which has been really good. You kind of soften my, my sharp edges. <laughs> I mean, you all, we all are pretty familiar with the line that you have friends for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Yeah, and I think so often we kind of go into a friendship thinking this friendship will last a lifetime, and then you kind of are sad once the friendship kind of uh, diminishes, I guess is the word, or it just kind of fades away. And you look back and you're like, why am I not friends with that person anymore? And then you kind of just have to like, remember that it's like a season, a reason or a lifetime. And that is okay. And that's like really actually. And it's okay. Like you can still care about that person, even if they're not a lifetime friend. And I found that to be super just healing and important in my own life. Like these girls who I haven't talked to in years, like I still care about them and I still want the best for them and you can still like lift them up in prayer, but you're not going to be pouring your whole heart into them because that's no longer like where you've been placed. Like you're now called somewhere else. And of course you're open to them coming back, but um, yeah, we can't like live in the past because then you're not able to actually love who's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Retweet. Yeah, that was <laughs> good stuff, Tay. <laughs> I'm liking that comment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with my voice. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I think it's so important to remember that friendships don't all have to be lifetime friendships because, first of all, that would just be overwhelming to maintain. But yeah, lots of times our friends just come in for a season of our life, and that's beautiful. And <clears throat> we should thank them for that. You know, like it's that's good. Or sometimes they might just be in there for a reason, like maybe you just needed something in that moment or maybe they are meant for a lifetime and all three are good and they're valid and we don't need to have like this expectation that they're all going to be the same because they're not and that's okay that they're going to be different 
I guess for some practicals, now that you guys have kind of jumped into our, now that we've been vulnerable with all of you about our friendships, um, how, what are some practicals, I guess, for anybody listening as to how we can make, first of all, and then maintain authentic friendships? I think sometimes for me, the biggest struggle can just be in making the friend because you kind of forget how to make friends when you're like in your twenties, you're like, how do I do this? You know, but, um, I think the most important thing for me was just putting myself out there. So like, you know, not being afraid to sit by somebody new in class or attending a new Bible study and then actually talking when I get there um, or just inviting the person you live across to, you know, go shopping with you or something, just finding the people where you are at and then like investing in them and finding out like if you want to like invest in a friendship, you know what I mean? I also feel like one of the things when you, do meet those people and you have the people that you can be friends with one of the hardest things for me is that vulnerability aspect is I don't really like getting vulnerable or having to like open myself up necessarily to people and I think I've gotten better with that over time for sure Uh, but that scares me a little bit because we'll all be yeah out of college soon and having to make friends all over again um, whether that's in our parish or just jobs or anything like that and I think one of like what differentiates again a friendship from a surface like an authentic friendship from a surface level friendship is that ability to be vulnerable with one another and so I think that's also something that really reigns true is being able to open yourself up and then share yeah more than just the surface level of your heart and to actually go a little bit deeper and to really share your vulner and your vulnerability with one another and hopefully that invitation that you extend to them then is reciprocated as well and they'll be able to be vulnerable and then I think that just really sets a good foundation of roots for the friendship going forward that's so true but even with that being said it's important to remember that we don't have to give like our whole heart right away like you can be vulnerable in little steps we don't want to like <laughs> overexpose our heart someone we barely know you know like build that trust when you meet somebody new and then you can start um, sharing those little vulnerable pieces of your heart that can build your friendship I would say mm-hmm. very true Yeah, I think just like the main part about how to make friends is just you just need to go and find people, whether it's like the Newman Center group or a young adult group at your parish, just to find people and then you can find friends there. How about maintaining those friendships? What are some things you guys have done to help keep those friendships alive? But truly though, I think when you're in a friendship, it's it's a relationship. You you still want to figure out their love language, I would say, or how they they desire to be loved because I feel like that's been one of the things in my friends um, that I've really kind of honed in on. Okay, like Taylor, for example, loves words of affirmation. So how can I, as her friend, love her well through that? Um, And that might mean like writing her letters or giving her cute little notes um, or texting her sometimes. Or I know Taylor, you do this when you see a song or a beautiful like post kind of thing picture um, and it reminds you of me then you send that my way and that lets me know that you're thinking of me kind of thing and so just little ways I would say but learning their like love language or what they like to do and then entering into that with them is so good like Haley adventure type of gal always has her backpack ready to go hikes you know what I mean just you find you find the things that you you like to do and you share in those interests with one another and then you go and do them and I I think sometimes I feel overwhelmed with that I have to be checking all these boxes to maintain these friendships Um, but the true beauty of friendship is that it transcends all boundaries of 
time and like physical like distance and space and so it's been really beautiful to see how different friendships even if I'm not text like texting them constantly or like constantly physically doing things with them um whenever I do have time with them we just enter into that time really intentionally and then just enjoy that time with one another and it's like we picked up right back where we were before um and so that's been something really beautiful I think that there's not this like pressure <laughs> hanging over me that I have to constantly be doing all these things um because yeah the time that you do spend can be intentional and that just means a lot I think another thing that I found to be super important in these friendships that I found to be super fruitful is praying for them and praying with them mm -hmm. so I think we did a pretty good job of that this semester when we lived together of praying things like night prayer together or if you know someone in your life is like going through something you know lifting them up in prayer in that way and then asking that they do the same for you you know if I think if we do that and if we really surround everything we do in prayer like it's just bound to be a lot more successful when the Lord has his hands like in it with us and there's been so many times I feel like where if even if I'll just be intentionally praying for a friend and I don't tell them I feel like it's just the Holy Spirit, but they'll text me later or something will happen where we reach out and I'm like, wow, that's cool. And so you clearly know that the Holy Spirit is working in through that prayer, which is, yeah, really good too. It's kind of like going back to the whole making, I'm sorry, I'm kind of backtracking, but if you feel kind of like overwhelmed, like how the heck I've never heard of praying for my friend before, you can just like start with like living life with them. Like what do they enjoy doing? Do they like coffee? Go get coffee with them. Do they enjoy hiking? Go get hiking. Just invite them to do, let's say you go for a walk every day and you just decide, hey, maybe I should see if this person wants to come with me. And that way you're like building a friendship in your already like everyday routine too, which is kind of nice. Well, and then if you want to build in praying with them, like let's say you go on a walk every day, like maybe just once a week say like, hey, maybe we can pray a rosary on this walk. You know, like it doesn't have to be weird or awkward or like out of your way. I mean, if you're already praying, you can just invite them into what you're already doing and then it's natural. It's so true. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's also just a level of intentionality that you have with the friends. Um, so <laughs> if, if I know that, yeah, they're going into an interview, hashtag Haley, or something throughout like their days or something big is happening, I'll make a reminder or, or I will write it down and then I'll be intentional with reaching out to them and being like, hey, I know you have an interview today. Good luck. I'm praying and thinking about you. Um, and that goes, I feel like a really long way so that it's good for you because you're intentionally just thinking about your friendships and you're able to maintain them even if you're not right with them. Um, but it's just like a level of love. I feel like of just like really good intentional. I'm thinking about you. I'm caring for you. Um, and you're not alone, which is always just a good reminder, I feel like, in our friends. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes people can get caught up in, like, well, that doesn't seem very natural then if I have to, like, write down a reminder to do these things, but love is, like, I, I don't know, one of my favorite sayings is, like, love is a choice, and that's true in your, like, romantic relationships, and that's true in your friendships, too. Like, you have to choose to be intentional. It's not just going to happen, mm -hmm. so you have to, like, set those things up for yourself. That was good, ladies. Um, Hopefully y'all can take something away from that. Um, or we would like to see, yeah, and either you can send us a message on Instagram or respond to our posts about anything that you've experienced from your authentic friendships or different things that you cherish or ways that you have found um, to more intentionally love your friends. Uh, where has the gardener been working in your guys' week? Or where do you see him? 
I think for me this week, the Lord has been trying to call me higher to my own self-worth and confidence. I sometimes fall into the trap of like false humility of not really noticing my strengths, even though like the Lord wants you to recognize your strengths and to use your talents and strengths in your everyday life. And sometimes I kind of diminish them because I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Uh, so this week was New Year. So one of my resolutions or the word of the year I chose was worthy. And so the Lord just has been putting my heart of remembering that I'm worthy and yeah, just trying to grow on that this week and trying to continue that for the year. Mm. Haley, good stuff. Because <laughs> you are worthy. So, so worthy. Um, I'm going to bounce right off after you because I was also going to talk about kind of my word for the year. Um, because I was sitting with it in prayer and it was almost just like instantaneous. Um, yeah. And the word that came to me was childlike. And so I feel like that's kind of the seed that the Lord wants me to plant in my heart and then just continue to nourish and grow with him throughout this year. And I think it's so beautiful because it'll definitely be a year of transition um, with just student teaching and then getting married and getting a job and all of that. And I, I sometimes am not the best with transitions or anything. And so I feel like he is just calling me to this childlike trust um, and just abandonment to him as a child would abandon themselves completely to their parents. And so that's kind of, kind of what I'm working with of okay, how can I completely just trust in him to take care of literally every aspect of my life? And what does that complete abandonment of Ali not doing anything um, and him doing everything? What does that look like? And so, yeah, yesterday I kind of just like literally kind of curled up and then just rested. Um, and it was really good for me to do. So I think that that's also the way that he's challenging me, especially as we go into then this transition period, because let's be honest, nobody's really good at transition. Um, <laughs> nor do we like it and so we're just going to, to sit like a child. I feel like I need to share my word for the year. I'm not sure if it's for sure in my word so don't quote me on this. I think I think my word this year is persistence um, and it just because I think yeah just like you guys I'm in just like a season of transition and so that's going to take a little bit of persistence in my life. You know I have to persist like with the Lord and for the Lord um, and that's kind of where he's continuing to challenge me this week. But also my like verse this week maybe was just um, they all ate and were satisfied. Um, and just remembering that I'm a part of the all in that. Um, so like Jesus too is feeding me um, and I can be satisfied if I open my mouth and take the food, you know? So the Lord like wants to feed me, but in order for him to do that, like I have to accept it. I have to be open to that. Um, so that's kind of what I've just been sitting with a lot this week is just that idea that I can be a part of the all in that and I can too be satisfied. Mm. It sounds like the Lord's at work in all of our lives though, which is beautiful. Seriously, so good. And it's all fitting for each and every one of us too. As I was listening, I was like, wow. And he, because he, he just speaks so much to our individual hearts, um, which is so good. He's a good, good father. Haley, do you want to take it? <laughs> I'll take it away. Okay, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Holy Spirit, Jesus, thank you for the gift it is to talk with Taylor and Allie this morning. I thank you for the gift of this podcast, and I ask that you just help all of our listeners just grow in their own authentic friendships this week, and just to speak truth in their hearts that they are loved and are worthy of love. But I ask that you just be with us, and just to continue showing your presence to us every hour of each day. We ask all this through your most holy and precious name.
Amen. That was beautiful, Harry. Thank you. I will see you all next week. Yes, so excited. Happy blooming. (laughs) Thank you so much for walking with us today. We hope that you can encounter the gardener of your soul this week. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at Living in the Garden Podcast and tune in with us next week. Until then, peace out.